Better with who you with, Kirk, though. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Welcome to Speak Hunter with who you with, Kirk, though. I'm out. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. Welcome, welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Bell. I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak on it. Welcome, welcome to speak on it. I'm at welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome to speak. Welcome. I'm at welcome to speak. 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 Welcome to speak on it with who you with, Kurt Dog. I'm at you with Kirk Dog. Y'all know what tonight it is. It's Thursday night. My girl is in the house tonight. My girl, Miss Risky. But first, we want to welcome everyone listening on YouTube, Facebook, D Live, uh, Twitch, Periscope is in the house. I'm sorry, I keep saying Periscope. I'm so used to Periscope, but uh, Twitter is in the house. Twitter is in the house. Y'all can live chat with us during the show. You know my girl's coming with some history tonight. Miss Risky, how you doing? I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're tired. Been a rough week. I'm always tired. This weather is a trip because I don't know about you, but this rain is like it just took all my energy. I'm like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried about the rain. I like the rain. I like it too. And that's thunderstorms that get me all. <laughs> Can't wait until after the show. I can go take me a long hot shower and call it the night. So, but uh, welcome to the show. It's always good when I have you here. You know, someone made a comment on YouTube. I forgot who it was. They talking about you know uh, when you say gal. Uh, it's a racist comment. Well, well, I say I say my girl, my girl, because that's my. It depends girl. on how you say it and who says it. Exactly, because Miss Risk and I and I have a very good relationship. Um, she's like my little sister, so um, so it's definitely um, um, something that. That's our personal relationship. It's no harm. It's showing love to my friend, my my BFF. Yeah, I've um, never really had a problem with gal. <clears throat> I use it. Like, listen here, gal. <laughs> <laughs> well, better well, than the other alternative. Listen here, tramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. Uh, <laughs> that so. would be a problem. Um, so definitely, um, man, I'm glad you had a great week. Uh, yeah, things are progressing. 
Um, so we're 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 trucking. Okay. Well, come on with the history because we've been having great shows all week. A uh, lot of response from the people, and y'all can live chat with us in the chat room, and we can um, uh, definitely keep the conversation going. Uh, we're gonna hit on a couple of stories tonight, and uh, we're gonna break them down for you. Uh, but before that, Miss Risky is actually gonna do a little history for us. Yes, I'm gonna be talking about. Uh, George Washington Carver. Uh, he was an American agricultural scientist and inventor who promoted alternative crops to cotton and uh, methods to prevent uh, soil depletion. Uh, he was uh, one of the most prominent black scientists of the early 20th century. Uh, Carver uh, was born into slavery in Diamond Grove, uh, Newton County, Missouri, near Crystal Place. Sometime in, the, uh, uh, let's see, I think they say in 1864. Um, the date of his birth is uncertain uh, because he was born um, before slavery was abolished in Missouri, uh, which occurred in 1865. Uh, during the American Civil War. His master, Moses Carver, was a German-American immigrant who had purchased George's parents, Mary and uh, Giles, from uh, William P. McGinnis on October 9, 1855, for $700. After slavery was abolished, Moses Carver and his wife, Susan, raised George and his older brother, James, as their own children. Uh, they encouraged George to continue his intellectual pursuits, and um, his aunt, Susan, taught him the basics of reading and writing. Um, black people uh, were not allowed at public schools in Diamond Grove, so George decided to go to school for black children 10 miles south of uh, where he, he lived. Um, when he reached the town, he found the school closed for the night. He eventually, he ended up sleeping in a nearby barn. And by his own account, the next morning he met a kind woman, Mariah Watkins, who pretty much uh, uh, said, you must learn all you can and then go out into the world and give your learning back to the people uh, and, and that made a great impression on him. Um, so he ended up staying, you know, close uh, in other people's homes uh, that took him in to so he can uh, continue studying. Eventually, Carver applied to several colleges before being accepted to uh, Highland University in Highland, Kansas. When he arrived, he ref uh, they refused to let him attend because of his race. In August 1886, Carver traveled by wagon with J.F. Beeler from Highland to Eden Township in Ness County, Kansas. Um, he homestead uh, uh, or where or he stayed, uh, maintained a small conservatory of plants and flowers and a uh, geological collection. He manually plowed 17 acres uh, of claim planting rice corn, Indian corn, garden produce, as well as various fruit trees, forest trees, shrubbery. Like, he did it all. 
in early 1888, he obtained a $300 loan at the Bank of Ness uh, City for education. By June, he left the area, and in 1890, he started studying art and piano uh, in Simpson College in, uh, in was it Indianola, Iowa? That was a weird word. <laughs> weird location. Um, he did have a talent for painting flowers and plants and was encouraged to study botany in Iowa State Agricultural College, which is now Iowa State University in Ames. And let's see, he was one of the first black students in Iowa State. Uh, where he eventually got his bachelor's uh, in agricultural or agriculture. Um, let's see. There, I think he eventually got his master's degree. He didn't get a doctorate, but I think most people thought he did, but he didn't. Um, despite being addressed by uh, as a doctor, he. Um, <clears throat> I think just because of the field and his knowledge, it was expected or uh, assumed. Uh, he eventually got an honorary doctorate of science in his lifetime uh, by uh, Selma University. Um, <laughs> like, Are you on the phone, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm listening. Like, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> hey, I'm on top You know, you know, I do a lot of things at one time. But you sure ahead, do. I, it threw me I off. Didn't... I was like, who is he radioing? Oh, he's like, that's a phone. Because I just see you in my periphery. <laughs> so, all right. So, continue on. So, we're in uh, 1896. Booker T. Washington, uh, the first principal and president of Tuskegee Institute, now Tuskegee University, invited Carver to head his agricultural uh, department. Uh, Carver taught there for 47 years, developing the uh, department into a strong research center and working with two additional college uh, presidents during his tenure. Uh, let's see, he taught methods of crop rotations uh, introduced several alternative cash crops for farmers that will also that would also improve the soil of areas heavily cultivated in cotton. Uh, initially, research uh, into crop products. Um, I don't know this word, chemergy. <laughs> I don't know what a chemergy is, and uh, taught generations of black students uh, farming techniques for self-sufficiency. So let's see, he, like, his goal was he wanted poor farmers to grow other crops, such as peanuts, sweet potatoes, and other sources uh, for their own food and improvement of their quality of life. Uh, his, uh, the most popular of his 44 practical bulletins for farmers contain 105 food recipes using peanuts. Although okay. he's, yeah, like, it's a lot. Apparently, you could do with the peanut and sweet potatoes and all these other um, crops. Uh, but, you know, he promoted the peanuts because it wasn't really commercially successful until he made it like yes. the thing to do, have. Uh, and since cotton was the king of the South, um, 
eventually the boil weevils decimated the uh, cotton crops in early 1900s. But guess what wasn't going down? <laughs> the peanuts, <laughs> soybeans, sweet potatoes. And uh, so he used those three crops to create profitable new markets for them because cotton now is out. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly. And, uh, so eventually, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Uh, when you're talking about the peanut, he'd also talk about that he did not discover peanut butter as if people think. Mm-mm. No. But he uh, did do a lot of other things. I'm trying to skip down. Um, so let's talk about something that they really don't talk about. <laughs> okay. So Carver never married. At age 40, he began a courtship with a Sarah L. Hunt, an elementary school teacher and the sister-in-law of Warren Logan, treasurer of Tuskegee Institute. This lasted three years until she took up teaching in uh, California. In, uh, 2015, uh, in a 2015 biography she did, um, she noted that Carver, well, she suggested Carver was bisexual and constrained by more of the, you know, historic periods, you know, it's taboo. When he was 70, um, uh, Carver established a friendship uh, and research partner with the scientist Austin W. Curtis Jr., uh, who uh, was a graduate of Cornell University. Uh, So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things going on in these other people's uh, autobiographies. Um, But eventually Carver died in 1943. Uh, Curtis was fired from Tuskegee Institute, uh, and he eventually left Alabama and resettled in Detroit and sold peanut-based personal products. Um, so let's see, in 1977, uh, Carver was, uh, elected into the Hall of Fame for Great Americans. In 1990, he was in, uh, inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see, and in 1994, Iowa State University awarded Carver a Doctor of Humane Letters, uh, in then in 2000, he was also inducted in a Hall of Heroes. And just with all these inventions and these uh, using different products, they said that he invented stains and paints using soybeans and clay, uh, sweet potatoes. He also used for, you know, he created dyes, alcohol, rub, you know, rubbing compounds and writing inks. Uh, and the list is long for peanuts, like from soap, laundry, toilets, uh, cleaning products, um, antiseptics, lotions, um, pesticides, glue, you name it. You can do anything with the peanut during this time. And he created all these things and paper, white colored newsprint. He, he developed all these things from the peanut. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah, uh, you did a lot of things. Now, I, I believe you 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 wanted to say 1915 when she came out with the book. I think you said 2015. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, maybe she meant 2015. 
Um, yeah, there were yeah, a lot but, of dates in this because they were like overlapping stories, and so I had to separate some things. So I probably didn't do that. So yeah, but that's that's good. Yeah, thank you for always bringing the history facts, and um, I, that was good. That was some good history. It was a lot, but it was good because you. Yeah, I know. Listen, and that was condensed. And I even <laughs> edited some stuff because I was like, it was a lot. This man lived. <laughs> yes, he did. He did but, a lot. But it, that just tells you that a lot of history within the black community that they don't want to teach in school because it 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 get watered down, and other people think that someone else came up with these, but actually it came from the black community. And for him to go 10 miles to a school and the school was closed, but then he met someone. And when you said that, I was like, woo, well, yeah, God worked like in mysterious just, ways. Yeah, they just helped him out. It was like a networking. He just stayed and he can get his education. And that, you know, meeting that, uh, I think it was Mariah who told him, keep going and so that you can eventually teach others. And, and that's, a that's what he did. Thing. That's a wonderful thing. Go out and help others. Learn all you can and help others. So that's a good thing. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm doing double duty. So uh, forgive me if I'm kind of messing up a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I talked to, been talking about it all week, um, about a guest we're going to have on tonight. And uh, Marissa Ward, she's running for city council in Longview, Texas, uh, place number two. Now, unfortunately, she won't be able to come on tonight, but we do have a live on the phone. And she want to at least address everyone to let them know uh, the situation and what's going on. Uh, Future Councilwoman, Miss Marissa uh, Ward, how you doing tonight? I'm fine, uh, Kurt Dog. I'm doing fine. Thank you so much for uh, having me on tonight, and uh, I do thank you for your understanding, along along with the guests um, and their understanding of me not being able to make it in tonight. But I did want to touch bases with everybody. Uh, you know, to let them know, hey, I'm still here and I'm still working hard. Yes. And and could you give a brief summary of the reason why you couldn't make it? Um, uh, just a brief summary. You don't have to go into details. Uh, just, just due to a, a family uh, uh, emergency that had to be taken care of today, um, you know, regardless of whether you're running for office or, uh, or it's job related or school your family always comes comes first and uh I, I believe that but at the same time um i, I thank god uh for a good report um so which is why i'm able to you know be here tonight i appreciate it and uh we are going to reschedule uh your interview uh to be able to come on the show uh when is a good time for you uh, Monday, um, Monday, late Monday evening, uh, whatever time is suitable for you, uh, I just be sure I'm available. 
Okay. Well, our show kick off at 8 p.m. Uh, Sunday oh. through Thursday. So uh, Monday, I'm going to put you down on a calendar. And uh, we cannot wait to talk to you because we want to know exactly what's going on and a little bit of Longview. Because uh, if you don't know about Longview, it's a small town. So we want to know what's going on there and what inspiring you to run for city council. So we'll find all that out on Monday. Yes, you will. All right. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for calling in to let us know what's going on. And um, we'll be praying for your family and glad of the uh, of the uh, praise report that everything worked, worked out good. The test came back negative. Uh, but we will... Uh, be looking forward to have you on the show Monday. And please don't forget. And, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, I um, you know, when, whenever um, I'm in the midst of uh, individuals where um, I can make a difference uh, to, to a, a mass of people, um, I just want to leave something with everybody that's listening uh, to your show tonight. Okay. Um, it's that, um, you know, everybody that knows me personally knows that I love literature, journalism, you know, things of that nature. And I just want everybody to focus on the word courage, uh, because uh, before you can start, uh, you know, that new ministry, uh, going to school, getting married, uh, you know, a new job or a promotion, um, people think that, oh, you got to have confidence. Oh, you um but you have, you have to be courageous to even start anything. So I just want people to let that be their word uh, for this week or the end of this week. Uh, just, just be courageous and uh, be who God calls you to be. Go where he, he's called you to go because he'll never lead you astray. And he's already equipped you to do the work. So just be courageous. Yeah, I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. And I look forward to our conversation on Monday. Um, yes. 8 p.m. Central Time. I will reach out to you before then, and we can go from there. Okay, I look forward to hearing from you. All right, take care. And um, like I said, we're praying for your family, and I will be talking to you on Monday. Okay, thank you so much, and you all have a blessed night. You too. God bless. Oh, all right, bye-bye. Bye. Man, I met this young lady the other day when I found out she was running for city council in uh, Longview and District uh, 2. So uh, there's some stuff going on in Longview. It's time for a change. <clears throat> Just like here in Grand Prairie, um, right outside of Dallas, it's time for a change. So what we're actually going to do Sunday, we're going to have... Um, um, we're actually going to have uh, Kurt Johnson and uh, Junior. I'm not going to screw up his last name, uh, <laughs> but they will be on the show Sunday night. It's two brothers that is running for city council uh, in a small town right outside of Dallas, between Dallas and Arlington, Grand Prairie, Texas. Uh, they not running against each other. But they are running to make a change in Grand Prairie because right now there's no one on the city council that looked like me. Also, the school board is no one that look on the school board 
that look like me. There used to be a person back in the days, but it's nobody else. So we need to make a change. In order to change this world, we need to be represented by all race. So I appreciate uh, Ms. Ward for calling in, and I look forward to that conversation on Monday. Um, all right, Ms. Risky, you ready, ready to get this party started? Of course. <laughs> Okay. A um, couple of months back, I guess it was last year, probably, mm-hmm. um, shortly after the George Floyd killing, the murder of George Floyd, um, ran across the story. They did an interview on uh, Carol Horn, a sister that used to work for Buffalo Police Department. Well, she went out on the call and they was making a, an arrest. This brother was in, um, um, was actually in handcuffs, already in handcuffs. But this white officer wanted to choke him out while he was in handcuffs. Now, his sister said, no, 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 not on my watch. She told him to stop. And I I did read the story that just came out yesterday. Apparently, her and that officer got into a fight. Right there on the scene. Now, here's the problem I have. I don't know if they was the only two officers there. But you mean to tell me this officer was cleared of any wrongdoing? She eventually was fired. Months from making her 20-year anniversary where she could get her pension. Now, here's the key. Couple of years later, well, not even a couple of years later, this officer that she prevented from attacking this black man while he was in handcuffs, I believe they said a couple of years later, he was um, arrested and charged. I think he did. Um, Four months in jail? Yeah, four months in an unrelated uh, 2009 case. This actually, uh, the incident took place in 2006. Yes. Um, But but yeah, he was sent to prison for four months in 2009 involving um, uh, four black teenagers. And he was convicted of uh, uh, deprivation of rights under the color of law. Slamming the head into the car. Yep. And and he sued her. It was awarded $65,000. But all of that could have been prevented. But God, all these years later, guess what? 
Is she going to get her pension back? Hopefully it's with interest. Back pay. Well, she gets back pay. They didn't say anything about interest. Uh, she gets her benefits. Um, see, and yeah, she received enough credits for her uh, to receive her uh, pension um, and yeah, back wages. And 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 that's the key, though. Now, the way it should happen, because normally when an officer lose their job and they win a case to get their job back, they have to pay them from the time they lost their job until the time they got their job back. So they should have to pay her her full salary that whole time. Mm-hmm. And this was a 15-year ordeal. <laughs> And she been fighting for this this whole time. She been fighting to get her job back. They even uh, the Buffalo Common Council adopted Car- uh, Carol's Law, uh, which was created um, uh, for an officer to intervene when observing force that he or she uh, reasonably believes to be clearly beyond that which is objectively reasonable, end quote. Uh, that law was passed September 29th, 2020. Exactly. Welcome, um, I'm sorry, Marcellus. I'm going to go back to some of these comments. I think he was doing the history at the time, but he was excited. Hey, Marcellus. <laughs> 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 you know, all, all, Marcellus used to roll with me all the time, but but the last couple of weeks, he only come on on Thursday. Now, he did come on, I think it was uh, Tuesday night he came on, but yeah, Marcellus. Yeah, um, that's my boy, Marcellus, Radio Chaos. Um, hey, hey, Radio. Also, Michael is on the show. Uh, I remember little... Michael. Oh, yeah, Mike been hanging all week. He's been hanging out. He can't he, quit us. Yeah, he sure can't. Matter of fact, I think he called that a, uh, a troll last night. Uh, either him or, or Orlando, one of them. Uh, but they called that a troll that was trying to troll us. You know how they do. Yeah. Um, so it's probably uh, the one that's on my page uh, liking all my no, pictures. <laughs> it's, it's not him. It's uh, Stalking some stuff. <laughs> this is uh, allegedly... Uh, a sister that was talking about the case with um, the the uh, military guy that charged up the black guy in Columbus, South Carolina, and she put some false information out, but then she later changed the story, kept changing the story. So I just said, you know what, I'm not going to worry about it. But um, Marcellus had a question. I just want to know why are we the most hated we didn't ask to be here. They brought us over here. And all we're trying to do is make the most of it in this horrified country. Well, you know America. why? They need somebody to be lower than the lowest white man. <laughs> to they, have them they, feel good about something. They not... Um, like, we're lower than uh, animals. Like, they'll, they'll help a dog uh, that's looks like it's been hit by a car or looks like it's homeless, but little black person or a child be in the street and they, they'll call child protective services and get 15 cops because he's loitering 
in a certain area. Like, it, I it just walking down the sidewalk in your neighborhood. Right. Right. Because you don't look like you live there. But yeah, there's, there have been a lot of posts. Um, um, there was a Facebook post that came through, and they say uh, they want to know what the the craziest thing about being black is that we are the most accommodating, accepting culture on earth. We will uh, seriously, if Becky can dance, we will make a circle around her. Uh, if a buddy can rap, we'll dab him up. Uh, Hispanic or white brothers, it doesn't matter. Uh, Asian kid has some sauce in the hoop game. We are, we'll back them. We'll invite people to the cookout, but guess what? We are not always invited to the cookout. But we are like the ones with the – we'll take anybody in. Like, And it, even in slavery, we have to protect other people's children and family members. So that's why we have that great sense of family. And you don't even have to be blood. Like that's we will perfect. accept anybody. But for some reason, we're just looked out as like unkept, kept heathens and wild animals that have to be put down and – ruin society but you think about who's ruining society and most of them carry guns and doing all this and yelling and ranting and causing most disturbance but i'm just saying i didn't say who i'm just saying they, it ain't always are attacking are they attacking the capital yeah and start from the capitals and, and and don't don't understand the fact that you did something very legal. You did a terrorist act, but then you want to get a slap on the wrist and want to go home to your mama. No, it don't happen. Um, Maybe one day that'll change. Hopefully in my lifetime, but it ain't looking good. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not looking good. Uh, Marcella said things are well, radio. Hard things that no oh save me a spot I'm on my way. <laughs> I, I, I told Radio. I'll bring the wine. <laughs> I'm right now, I don't know if this is good or not, but um I I decided to I've been running so much. I said, you know what? I think I'm it's Thursday night, my girl gonna be on the show. I'm gonna get me a little cocktail tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having this crown for uh, since 20, 2007. So it's good and flammable. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, I got me a shot. Can you me. keep whiskey like that? Like, just does it keep well? Because I know wine, it doesn't last. Like, you got maybe, what, a couple of years before it breaks down. Well, I, I smelt it. It smelt strong. Because <laughs> uh, I, I had just, moonshine that I had for years and didn't touch it and it broke down. But that was like, it was 20 years. You probably got to shake it up. And no. 20 listen. years ago, you couldn't buy the moonshine in the store. So you had that, that real moonshine. Oh, yeah. Those are from the uh, hills Back of Oregon. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. You didn't want that. That was straight rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Listen, I, I no, it like lost all the alcohol. Like before it was like all flammable, like if you pop the cork, your eyes with water. By the time it broke down, there was no like it there's no alcohol, there was no scent, it was just liquid. Oh, so wow. I threw it out. <laughs> 
And then, like, I have some, uh, some, what is it, Jack Daniels Fire. My sister got me, I think, for Christmas or a birthday. I don't know. It's still on my shelf. I may break that open one day. So my shelf. I've never tried the Jack Daniels Fire. Oh, it's I've good. It's my, smooth. I, I would assume it's like fire, Fireball or something. I don't it's know. for adults. Like, it doesn't have all that cheapness as the Fireballs. And it doesn't make you feel sick after a few shots oh, okay. well, <laughs> it's like know. a refined version of fire fireball but for adults so that you won't have pains well i might have to uh do a ride by with my glass <laughs> my, my yeah, I'll crack it open <laughs> my like it's just collecting dust mm-hmm. well i got it came with glasses so <laughs> hey, i love things that. with like nice glasses in bottles I love those things. I, I definitely feel you on that. It's um, I I have a bottle of Bunkaneers that I have not opened yet. I think I've been having it. Think I've been having it for uh, somebody passing by my window. <laughs> Stop being nosy. No, no, because they was going kind of slow as they passed by. So I'm trying to see. You want a piece uh, of me? No, you didn't do that. Uh, I'm that. trying to see. Just want to make sure ain't no foolishness going on. But yeah. oh, speaking uh, of foolishness, what about um, the story that TMZ posted? Uh, yes, a white guy drives away from police, dragging an officer, striking him in, uh, with a hammer. But guess what? Not one shot was fired. None. After he hit the cop in the head with. With the uh, hammer. Yeah. Like Why he did all it? this. And then he assaulted somebody because this all started um, because uh, this took place in Hutchinson, uh, Hutchinson Minnesota, Minnesota. Um, which is uh, where Dante Wright was shot by the cops. Um, police were called um, to a home improvement store uh, where was it? Luke. Alvin, okay, I'm going to butcher his last name, but Oli Jabron? Jabron? I don't know. We'll we'll just call him, you know, by his first name, Luke. (laughs) Luke refused to wear a mask and allegedly struck an employee with a piece of lumber before fleeing. Mm. Uh, Cops eventually chased him down in a mall parking lot, but he ended up driving off. He rammed two police cars, started driving off with the cops still holding on to his truck. Um, uh, Luke dragged the officer around and hit him on the head with a hammer before coming to a stop. And he was arrested for first degree assault with bodily harm. And there's a video of it. Um yeah, and they said it's uh, eerily reminiscent of an incident in December 2020 uh, in Ohio where a white uh, suspect refused to get out of his car and twice threatened to shoot the police officer before speeding away. And, and that, was after that, the guy, brother was, that was after the brother that was shot uh, in the garage holding the phone. Yeah. In Minnesota? No, that was uh, Ohio, uh, I believe. Probably. But um, yeah, so yeah, both incidents, you know, 
It's just like, it just reminds you that cops can not use a deadly, you know, what is it, deadly force or whatever. They can use other means to arrest you. Like for us, we don't get that. It's either (laughs) bullets or more bullets. Or you're riddled with bullets, so like, <laughs> but, but we, like and you can just choice. be standing there with the phone. But they always seem to take these people into custody, you know, after a violent in, uh, in, interaction uh, with with little to no harm. But they only they only have that type of patience when it's dealing with non-blacks. Because in their mind, in the narrative, again, we need to change this narrative. Because all they see on TV is what media portrays us to be like wild animals. We're all in the gang. We're shooting up each other. It's only a small subculture. I mean, we don't, like, as black folks, we don't see all white folks as living in double wise, you know, being with, hooking up with their sister, being on the system, drinking beers, and listening to, you know, Kid Rock. Like, no, the world is bigger than that. (laughs) Like, you got to get out of that. Like, there's a variety of people in different demographics. Everybody's focused on that little small percentage. And it's not even, like, it's a fraction of a whole. Like, if we were all wild, crazy people, there'll be no Black folks in corporate America you know, actors and actresses, we all be on the system, you know, with 15,000 babies, not getting the education, but that is not true. And then also what's a myth is like the fact that, oh, all black men, they're, you know, they, they leave once the woman has a baby. No, that's just a small subculture. You know, it's a small subculture, you know, that you focus in on. There are a lot of families with two-parent households. I grew up in a two-parent household. (laughs) You know? Like, come on now. Like, let's just change that narrative. Like, that's what needs to change. But it starts from the top. Because if the government isn't protecting us, and even after slavery, they had all those, you know, provisions to give us rights and tell them to leave us alone because we're citizens. But guess what? They don't do. They don't enforce what they put out. And that's the problem. There's no repercussions for their actions. And that's a problem within itself. Right. And so it trickles down. And guess what? Everybody's shooting at us because all willy nilly because there's no consequences for their actions. So, so Miss Risky, let me ask you, Mm -hmm. because I seen yesterday that the anti-Asian hate bill got past the first hudder. And how do you feel about that? Or, or, because here it is, we had to deal with and still dealing with over 400 years of slavery injustice. Listen, we keep getting overlooked for a lot of things. Like they'll pay everybody in that's not in America. They'll go overseas and pay uh, reparations or whatever, and yes, we are due reparations. It's not a handout. It's not, but we are due so much because they're killing us by like the <laughs> like every day. There's a new shooting. Like I don't know what's going on. Like, but this month has been crazy. 
But I'm all for people, you know, doing things to promote, you know, the kumbaya, let's all get along. But until you do right by all people, you can't venture, you can't skip over one and be like, you know what? We're going to ignore the black people. Let's go with like stopping Asian hate. No, how about stopping all hate? Like that's the problem. Like take the, 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 the race out of it and just stop hate and stop hating people that don't look like you. That's the problem. Again, it trickles down when you're not enforcing these laws that are meant to protect taxpaying Americans. <laughs> that's a problem. You need to rework the whole system and it trickles down. And it's, it's frustrating because it's like, even with the Asian hate, it's like, who's hating them? It ain't us. Exactly. Like, look at who's telling you who's hating on people and who to hate. They all look the the, the same people who are stirring the pot and taking the focus away from them so they can do wrong. Yeah. It ain't us. I was talking with, uh, uh, no, we still do our family call at seven. And um, one thing, Someone brought up on the call, like, you know, a lot of these uh, people, they, the companies, they hire them to come here to work, but they won't hire an American. Then on top of that, uh, a lot of companies are outsourcing. Oh, yeah. Their, Cheap labor. Their, yeah, their business to, to these third world countries. And but they're proud you, to be American. Exactly. Then when you call in, it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack because to find someone that, that can speak English. Or understand. Or understand them good enough to understand what you are saying. Right. So my thing is, I think what we need to do, these companies that are sending me jobs overseas, that don't want to pay American people to keep us working, bark at them. I said it. Hit them where the pocket and hit them in their pockets. But they, they they still won't work because they'll still be making money overseas. And somebody's going to buy their product because for some reason they, they put like, they're stating that we're the greatest place on earth and they, and you know, their advertisement, like it's stuck in their head. The greatest place in the world. We're rich. Come on. We're great. You know, we're a great melting pot, but don't be illegal. <laughs> and, you know, don't talk about what I do in, in to get this business. We're just going to focus on this right here. And, but, and, I know people still going to go out and buy their product. Of course, There's certain products I would not buy for the simple fact. For the simple fact, they product you are paying for the name. Mm-hmm. The product is not good at all, but you're because for you're paying for the name, and then as soon as you have an issue with it, you can't get parts for it because of the pandemic. Then you got to go out and spend another two or three thousand dollars to replace it. So do your homework on that. When I talk about bark companies, I'm not just talking about, oh, don't spend money. Encourage other folks. Hey, let's not do this. They sending our jobs overseas. Yeah. 
Keep it domestic. Exactly. Like, like our terrorist. <laughs> and, and and you know what? If somebody want to do what's right, we always looking for sponsors. Um, right. Listen, <laughs> sponsor us. Exactly. Because the the work that Miss Risky do, neither one of us are making money. So Miss Risky need to get paid. You know, sponsor us. We got it. We will be a good sponsor. But at the same time, I'm going to leave that one alone because <laughs> I think it's the... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like, America is like, to me, equivalent to, I'm going to say Hitler, because think about Hitler. This man, brown hair and brown eyes, stood amongst this uh, country, or the, you know, the German people, and convinced the group, these people that blonde hair, blue eyed people were superior race and they should do away with the undesirables. When he had brown hair and brown eyes, like he was a great speaker. That's what America is. They speak a good game, but they do the most dirt. <laughs> like, think <laughs> about who's doing the dirt. And God forbid a little Johnny shoots up a school. Oh, he's going, he's just having a bad day. He needs therapy. His parents divorced. Like, tramps? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a terrorist. Like, at what point do they call him a terrorist? But let, you know, Pedro or Hassan come over here and, like, have a car. Oh, he's a terrorist. He ran into that building. Like, we're so quick to give other people labels when it's like, no, y'all doing the most dirt. Like, how many shootings have we had this week? Exactly. And then there were two school, two or three schools in white areas <laughs> in a DFW area who had schools locked down because of gun threats, shooting threats. And then yesterday, I think a school uh, was on lockdown in Irving. Mac yeah. High yeah, like down the street for me. Not down the street, but you know, black down the street around the yeah. corner. Yeah, you know, a few <laughs> few miles, but Only you know, about down the street. Two miles from her, but right. we know where she's saying down. Well, the twelve. Because no. I'm like right in the middle of everything. Um, but yeah, it's like every day there's a shooting and little Johnny is having a bad day. Or these cops, these uh, rogue cops shooting everybody and their mom and getting away with it. Like, at what point do we say they're terrorists? Just because they're domestic doesn't mean they're not terrorists. We call everybody overseas a terrorist. Let, let, I think we need to change that and open people's eyes because they're taking us down. It's not the blacks. It's not the Asians. It's not the Mexicans. Is, or you know whatever else it's the Amer the American white man in power is bringing us down. Um, hold on, I'm I'm looking at something. Um, so in I, I feel you exactly what you're saying for the simple fact that uh I had this video. I had hold on. <laughs> I have this video playing in my ear 
because <laughs> I was looking at something. And then I hate when I click on something, then all of a sudden the video start playing. But I wanted to, uh, oh, I'm, I'm on the wrong page. Get on the right page, Kurt Dog. Get it together, <laughs> bruh. No, because I forgot I had this other page open. But I do want to bring out a point for, for some people that don't understand. Um, we're going to hit on the George Floyd trial just just a tad bit, even though the defense did rest. It's not a surprise that, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. It's not the George Floyd trial, Derek Chavez trial, murder trial. But the way they so, spun it. Yeah, they make it seem like George Floyd is on trial, bringing up his background and everything else. I but thought at one point they were going to bring his elementary school teacher. He stole a pencil. <laughs> yeah, he stole a pencil. I don't see any push the little, little uh, Kenny down or something. But the thing is, with this trial that's going on and and uh, the. Uh, uh, Mr. Wright that was killed in uh, Minnesota and then he ended up here's another uh, white person up in Minnesota that clearly assaulted a police officer had his arm in the window dragging him down the road at 40 miles per hour uh, the officer used his Lowe's hammer to break the glass he taped the hammer started hitting the officer in the head and not one time was a shot fired or anything. That was would amazed, have been a justice I guess he was just having a bad day. But the reason why I bring all this up, because the thing is, we talk about, um, we talk about um, uh, this trial, but just because certain people call themselves an expert in the trial, and and I'm not not quite sure if this is the one that got paid. Uh, I think Radio told me the other day he got paid like eleven thousand dollars or something to testify. So they paid for a uh, for a testimony, his expertise. But here it is. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take my headphones off because I don't have another one set up. But I want y'all to hear this because this is nothing I'm making up. This is facts. So, and I, I want y'all to hear this news outlet to report exactly what's going on uh, with this so-called expert. And uh, I'm not making this up. You can pull it up for yourself. This is courtesy of um, uh, CB13WJZ out of um, Maryland. So, I want y'all to hear this. You may have to put that up louder. No, oh, it's not. Okay. Yeah, I, I got to have it uh up on my phone instead of 
But basically what they're saying, this so-called expert, this so-called expert came to Minnesota to testify as an expert. But the same expert is listed in a lawsuit. Dr. David Fowler. Dr. David Fowler. Uh, Flower. Uh, Fowler. Um, but he's listed in a lawsuit because he testified in another incident. In 2018, killing of an Anton Black. Black, yes. And they made it seem like Antoine Black died for other reasons. That's what he testified about. So while we're listening... Which was similar to the George Floyd, because they showed the footage of the 19-year-old struggling. He was pinned down with his face and chest and stomach on the ground. Same position as George Floyd and died. And he was tased. He was in handcuffs. And they're saying Fowler was a part of the cover-up. Exactly. So um, I hope this family finally get justice. Because, and probably, and I, I know social media haven't lost the case yet. Because they will whip it around and they'll have the video from that first trial against uh, Mr. Black trial. And also the video from uh, his testimony from from a Derek Chavez trial, they will have him playing side by side and he probably said the same thing word for word. But once again, another black man lost his life. I never heard about Antoine Black, never heard about it. But this is going on too long. We're finding out about many more people that have been killed by the police. It's coming out every day another incident that happened. So this attorney, this uh, so-called expert, I think he need to be brought up on charges himself. But lying to the court. Because there's no other way of putting it. If he lied about this and he's in the middle of a lawsuit, but you know nothing's going to happen. I know, and because uh, a perfect example, um, I was watching the trial, and there was an ex police officer, uh, Barry Brode. Like they literally showed him a picture and video and still shots of this man, Chauvin, on the, on George's neck. And he refused to say that that knee was on that neck. He said everything but neck. And that's what's wrong with this world. Like they will like say it so much that they believe it. They will just misdirect you or yeah, just misdirect you into uh, other alternatives. Like, no, it was the upper back. And so people are like, yeah, it was the upper back, but the neck is on like upper back. Just say neck. Why won't you just say what it is, the man was on his back like or his neck, like back was going to be less harmful to their case. But that like that's what's gonna happen with the doctor. They're going to just redirect 
the narrative and make it seem like, well, uh, it could be misinterpreted in different ways or it could be interpreted in different ways. So he's not going to see any, any time or be penalized because, you know, people take him at his word. He's a doctor. Just like Broad, he's a, a, he was an ex-officer. He's been out there long time. He, he's done this before. Nobody's died on his watch, allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, he refused. They had circles and everything. And he refused to say neck. And I was like, but what's this right here? Upper back. <laughs> look that up, look up that video because it's gold. I was at work listening to that and I was like, a five-year-old. Just what's the harm? But they were grasping at straws. But we'll see how this ends up. Cause I think, you know, the that whole defense team is corrupt and but that's what they do protect and, their own and i'm gonna say this i'm gonna just go out on a limb please don't be surprised that that police chief and any other officer that testified against this man eventually don't all of a sudden been relocated I decide to leave the force because they're doing exactly what's right because the police department allegedly had this code. You stand by your brother and your sister if they right or wrong. But who was going to stand by uh, Miss Carol Horn when, when she did the right thing to talk about, hey, this is wrong. You don't do this. Instead, she ended up losing a job. And for 15 years, she tried to fight to get a job back. Right. So, And her pension and what was due to her for doing the right thing. So they penalize you at, on the force for doing the wrong thing, uh, you know, doing the right thing. Just like if, you know, what do they say, thin blue line? Uh, that uh, brotherhood is like, is fickle. Like if you do something that's kind of outside of their norm, that could be your life. Like you go on a call, guess what? You're not going to get back up. And they put you in harm's way. Like they retaliate. Like what they did with Carol. Like all these years. And what did she do? She just saved, you know, she just pulled, you know, and they said in the story, they were fit, like fist fighting. She fought the other officer <laughs> to, because he was doing wrong. He was, you know, killing a handcuffed man. Exactly. So That's, we need to stop penalizing cops who do the right thing. Yep. And um, also, uh, is that the cop that had the beard and mustache looking like he from the 70s that you was talking about? Uh, I don't know. What are you talking about? Because I, I'm, I pulled, pulled the story up and said, uh, uh, Derek Travis was was trained to avoid neck pressure. That don't mean he didn't avoid it. <laughs> the man, the man, stood, kneeled on his neck for over nine minutes with his hand in his pocket. And grinning the whole time. Shades on top of his head, never moved or shifted one bit. Even when 
So when, even when he's oh, and then so sorry to cut you off, but Barry Brode uh, during the trial said that George Floyd the whole time that he was handcuffed was non-compliant, and he needed to be you know knelt on to keep him under control. So they asked him, well, what would have made him compliant? He was handcuffed, and he said, well, if a, a compliant prisoner would have his hands at the lower part of his back with the handcuffs. And then you see the picture of George Floyd. He's pinned between the car and the officer. So his arms are going all sorts of ways so he can't move. But he wasn't not complying. He couldn't move, like, at all. And this very broad, <laughs> this tramp <laughs> was like, no, it was... It was George's fault because he was not compliant. Yeah, that's that's his, that's some BS. If it right. ain't listen, but, I'm telling you, y'all need to watch that one. Y'all need to watch that one. I want to say it's maybe uh, if you go to YouTube, I want to say it's number tw- eleven or twelve. The trial uh, day eleven or twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, crazy. Uh, but that's how the world is. They figure out a way. It's like loopholes of life. Even like they skew it to fit their narrative. Mm. And they say it convincingly and with conviction that you start to scratch your head. It's like, well, his hands were a little high. Well, you know, and it's like, but his arm, his elbow was propped up on the car. He couldn't lower it and then his other arm was grabbed and he was hemmed up by the officer so like what are you to do like no matter what we're always in the wrong Mm. we need to stop that stop this (laughs) it's ridiculous (laughs) it's it's a shame the way that people would would sell a soul just to make a black person look bad if you tell it like it is, let justice be done. Because you're getting up there lying. What's going to happen? You're going to be held accountable for it. Or, or years from now, we're going to start hearing like we've, like we've heard in other cases. After so many years, people come back, well, I lied. I lied. Kind of like when I mentioned about the lady with that uh, caused Emmett Till death. Because she lied that he whistled at him, whistled at her. I don't care how old she was. She should have been in jail. Listen, they put Bill Cosby in jail. I was thinking the same he, thing. He blind as a bat. Exactly. What is he gonna do now? Right. Like he can barely walk. But but then they have they have uh leaders that refuse to put a a pedophile in jail just talking about uh, talking about women love to be grabbed by the kitty cat. So, and then they'll let them president him when they have the opportunity to impeach him twice, they refuse to do it. So that's a problem within itself. That tells you they look more for the dollar bill than they do for what's right. And everybody who's doing that, you're going to be held accountable. It don't make sense to do that. But 
I know Miss Risk is here tonight, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. go off too bad. But yeah, I was trying to find that quote um, uh, where, let's see. Oh, I think, oh, it says Lyndon B. Johnson, who once said, if you can convince the lowest white man he's better than the best colored man, he won't notice you're picking his pocket. Mm. Yeah. And that's from uh, Colgate University's uh, uh, lowest white boy um, article. Because I was like, I knew somebody said it. I just couldn't remember who. They definitely yeah. said it. Uh, and it's ingrained in everyone's DNA that, you know, you're better than you know, anyone darker than the paper bag. Well, that's because, uh, like I explained last night, that race racism is taught in the home mm-hmm. from a child up. And because they're so blind and cannot see that we are all equal, but they don't want us to be. Right. Because and they have to feel like they're better than the next person. Better than the next person and don't have a cut the pot out of. And that goes all across the board because there's some in Latin America, same principle. You go to India, same principle. And then even in our culture, you know, we get that colorism and it's like the lights versus dark. So it, we just have to do better as a people because at the end of the day, if I'm donating blood, it doesn't have a color but red. That's it. That's it. That old positive. And Carter Blood Care, stop stalking me. I will donate when I have time. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, I haven't been able to donate in several years, but I will be donating. I've just been lazy. Uh, Danger Fruit 21, welcome to the show. First time seeing you on here. Uh, You can actually, you're on Twitch, so you can actually... uh, Make sure you follow the page and uh, say, yo, hi, Uncle Nanti. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, kind of make me feel old, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, older than what I'm in. But hey, welcome to the show. Uh, you can live chat with us in the uh, chat room. This is a place for everyone. If you're just not tuning in, you are listening to Speak on the Who You With, Kurt Dog. On Thursday, I have my girl, my 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 uh, podcast wife, because I'm married. But on Thursday, my wife just knows. partnering crime would do just fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my partner in crime, because I don't want to be like Bill in a couple of years. Be talking about you remember you said that was your part time. No, my partner in crime would be good. Um, but this is my girl, my BFL, Miss Risky. So on Thursday, she always come on and bless us with a um, the history facts. So I appreciate it. And, you know, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, we did history on something. And I sent you the uh, response that somebody gave, mm-hmm. put on YouTube. See, Miss, Miss Risky, she be on top of it. And then the show we did last Thursday. Some of the response from that because people wasn't My ready. mother actually enjoyed it. So I hate it. She gives us a kudos. 
I appreciate it. You know. I appreciate it. That's that's all because of your daughter. Your daughter did a great job on it. She took her time, wanted to do it right. And if you didn't hear that show, go to YouTube, check out the replay. And um, it's very strong terms that we use. Um, that we was taught as a child, but we're still using it today. And we need to change those, um, that uh, generation curse and learn what these uh, terms actually come from. Uh, Got a question for you, Miss Risky. It sounds familiar, John Hanson. Yeah, that sounds real good. It does familiar, but I don't know. You would have to uh, let me Google. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. See, see if you're new to the show. Because it sounds familiar. If you're new to the show, one thing we will do: if somebody puts something in the chat, if we don't know for sure, we're gonna Google. We're gonna Google and find out exactly who it is. And um, uh, so okay. former president. Hey. Civil oh, servant, president probably the president. Confederate Congress. Uh, he's from Maryland, mm-hmm. November the fifth, seventeen eighty-one, and November the third, seventeen eighty-two. So he was one hundred and one years. Well, almost one hundred and one. So danger fruit. What? What are you? Uh, what's going on? Why do you want us to know about John Hansen? Yeah, let us know. Do I need to do a history lesson on him? Uh, he was the Liberian the, politician. He was African American, looks like. Uh, so okay. I can do a story on him. Is that uh, you know, because we take uh, suggestions, because that's oh, the yeah. whole thing. Like, let me know what do you want me to do a a, a, a history lesson on, so I can add him to the list. Yeah, because looking at this picture, when I first seen the picture, I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, before the, um, I think it was before they had the um, the colony, what was it? The 13 colonies? Is that what it was? I don't know. My history is poor when it comes to U.S. history. I, I, I think I slept or was uh, smacking my gum during that time. But <laughs> yeah, I do, uh, they, I do recall uh there was a black president before George Washington, before the colonies were set up or something. And then George Washington was the first president of the United States. I think that's how it went. Like, it, it, it's coming back a little bit. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. I could do a story on that. I think it uh, would be good to do it. I'm, I'm kind of glancing over it. Trying to see what I can find out, but um, um, yeah, I'll say let's let's do. Yeah, we can we can do a story on that, and I can look up some stuff. Most definitely. Um, but but you know, a lot of time they don't. Uh, even though we invent a lot of stuff, we don't get that the uh, recognition of it. They would overlook us. Um, 
He said he was the president for Fort George Washington, and he was an African-American, which is interesting, uh, back in that time. Yes. Uh, because remember, the United States, I think, during that time wasn't formed until, and that's why they say George Washington is the president of the United States. They still had colonies when John was a part of Congress and a president. So I think that's how it went. But I'll look that up just to be <laughs> certain. <laughs> Because that's what my what that's what I'm remembering. Because they were still under colonies. Oh, wow. See, history is fun. See, I wanted to be a historian back in the day, and classes were just too far for me to <laughs> migrate. <laughs> After all my uh, late days or nights, <laughs> like I don't feel like walking over there. <laughs> Like, nah. I'll go over here where they can radio television. <laughs> if you was running the corner, I would have made it. Like, <laughs> seriously, that's that's what it was. I was like, yeah, I can walk a few blocks. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'd have to take my car. I don't feel like driving and figuring out parking. I don't want to pay to park close to the building. It was a whole thing. That's why I'm where I am today. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Um... <laughs> See now, I'm I'm up here now, just kind of. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it had. Yeah, it was be, you know, when the colonies were being set up or something, and then once everything formed, so we'll probably do a little combo history lesson. <laughs> and, and and he's on the. He said he's on the two dollar bill. I need to pull out my two dollar bills. No, I, don't that's know really, I thought somebody well, else was on there. It's Jefferson on it, from what yeah, I yeah, because I was like, I don't remember. But then again, they could have changed it, and probably if you have a two dollar bill, that actually, if if he was if he on, was there, on there, listen, it probably be some monies. But I don't, I I never really paid attention. But I didn't, I don't know. Well, my beautiful wife, she she have. Have a she few. Collecting. She collecting, and uh, but but you know I've seen some on here worth like six dollars each. Listen, I saw one that had me looking at all my old two dollar bills because some one of them sold for like a ridiculous amount of money. It was ridiculous. So let's see. Um, this one is showing. Yep, I can't pull it up. Uh-uh. It's a white uh, Jefferson. Yeah, that's why I'm but looking I don't at. Know all, that's, all the but, ones I see have Jefferson on it. Uh, yeah, Thomas Jefferson. Maybe there's a a, a wiki on that uh, the two dollar bill. <laughs> hey, it's a wiki on it. Everything you I know. See one, might see one on us. <laughs> so well, hold on. Now uh, let's see back history. in the days. I cannot uh, there's see. been a lot of it looks like they've uh, changed the two dollar bill space uh for a lot of people. Yeah, because so, hold B. on, I'm scrolling Anthony, down. Susie B. Anthony was on it back in the days. Listen, they had uh Win what is it, Winfried, uh Scott Hancock, uh James McPherson. Who? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> It's uh, so a lot I, of people. So I guess they're not, you know, uh, 
completely sold on like I guess it's interchangeable like if you want to be on a two dollar bill you can be on a two dollar bill <laughs> I, just not <laughs> I need to look at mine I don't think I ever paid attention to them because I have one it looks different than the other ones because um, there's some I don't know it may be a counterfeit I don't know <laughs> I just remember there's some red in there some red Hints of red well, in there. I'm looking at a 1953 $2 bill with Jefferson on it, and it actually has red numbers and also the uh, symbol is red. Because it looked so, old, and I just kept it. Oh, uh, oh he no, said, he's on, on. He said he's on the back with a group of people. Okay. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm searching. I'm like, hey. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at my $2 bills because I got some new ones, but then I have this old one because it looks dated, but it's still like in fairly good condition, but it's, like I said, it's got a red tint to it. Okay. I'm looking at a back of one. And, uh, oh, where uh, they're together. Looks like they're having a meeting. Yeah. Well, how can I say the same thing? Having a meeting. Uh, so they have a bunch of them so it's yeah. kind of yeah it's easy. like if i guess if you want to be on a two dollar bill and you're in a, a government all right <laughs> let's switch maybe them out I need, maybe i need to say hey i want to be on a two dollar bill <laughs> hey put obama on it listen we'll, that'll that'll be gone hold on now you know if ursa can have his face on money <laughs> I know, right? Then go to the strip club. You know, listen, was that kinda, was ridiculous. I'm like this: if he go to the strip club, throws out money with his face on it that had no Isn't value at all, I was going to say, wouldn't it be counterfeit? Yeah, it's fraudulent. I, like, yeah, I mean, I don't like. And then, did you see a picture of it? <laughs> yeah, his usher dollars. It looked like some money from Wakanda, not Wakanda, but uh. Was that uh, Prince of King? Uh huh. Zamunda money. Um, I guess it's starting to kind of. Um, Is it coming down harder? I don't know if that's a loud truck or uh, uh, or um, a loud truck or a thunder. But look at the quality of that, though. Like he's got a bar, like hold on. But nobody had nobody. Like, that's a pretty to, good and then it's a hundred dollars. He put himself on a hundred dollar fake bill. Mm. And it had like the watermark. And it almost looks like a euro. Like I don't know if you've <laughs> seen the Euro dollars, because they have like a weird color thing and strip. I don't know. I think it's called it. Yeah, it's all called euros, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have some of those still. I'll be back one day. Well, I'm I'm gonna probably talk about this next week, but I uh, an alert just came out, and I don't have time to really go through it because you know when certain things come up, I want to make sure. It's, it's, uh, 
Uh, I wonder if it's the same thing I just saw. Probably so. This uh, thing? I'm about to, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about to send it to you just to see. Well, um, it probably is because they've been talking about it all weekend, so I guess they just finally passed it. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, not that you one? Talk, no, you're talking about uh, um, where Texas have um, is, passed the bill. Passed the bill where they they want to make anybody legal to yeah uh, handguns in public without a license yeah nothing could possibly go wrong with that idea but I'm sending I mean, we can't even control the uh, licensed uh, carriers exactly all these mass shootings I just sent you a uh, a little something well, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Some, I guess there's something in my in my headphones. Sound like either thunder or a uh, truck is out there just running. Um, Could be your stomach. Have you eaten? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Don't be telling my business. <laughs> Don't be. I just had Doritos. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like eating like real food. But I had a salad earlier, so I'm still kind of good. You know, well, when you stick your funny. headset on your head like that, you like Air BC from Oz. And he had the cap stuck on the side of his head. I'm still trying to figure out how that's stuck on his head. Well, that's, that's from uh, back in my DJ days. You know, yeah. when you be in there trying to listen to music, you got to then somebody come in and talk. You're trying to get that music right. And then you like this, you got to. That's what they're from. No, but I and I guess that is thunder because I see lightning to the west of me. And uh, and I guess thunder is uh, heading up your way. Raining Probably because, I mean, it started raining. Uh, I don't keep up with the news or forecasts. I, I, I you know, get all my information from the WAP mm. and not yeah. that kind. <laughs> the Fox 4 WAP. <laughs> Two piece, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I see a lot of uh, little thunderbolts, lightning bolts. Oh yeah, coming uh, in our area. Yeah, so it's it's almost. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if it'll hit us because we're at the triangle at the top. It's below us. Uh, wanna wanna say um, look like a former VP. Pence undergoes surgery to implant pacemaker. Um, hopefully, make a speedy recovery, and hopefully, come out and he uh, come out and tell the truth about Trump, the real secrets. But he probably won't. Oh yeah. Okay, now nah, there's a truck passing by <laughs> down the passing you by the window. Going on. And you That's and your ADHD. I know, I know. It's it's hard. I guess after the week I've had, it's been pretty good. Um, so, um, man, and I'm almost done with my project. That's good. I've been asking how's everything going, and and for you could also let the people know where they can find you at, except for the food that they're stalking you. <laughs> <laughs> my fans have found me. Like in all pictures for the whole year. 
<laughs> so anyway, I can be found uh, at RSKEE on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but I live on Instagram, sometimes Snapchat. It's a thing. Uh, yes. I have a page. I do have a Snapchat. I used to be, listen, my niece wanted me to stop doing the snaps. I was addicted. I was like, but my fans, they want snaps from me. I'll be back. But uh, rskeebooks.com is where you can see my works. And then hopefully in a few weeks, um, or maybe by the end of the, yeah, a few weeks, I have some news and things like that for my project. Got to see what, you know, how we got to do this. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you need to send me your Snapchat code. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm on there, but I don't be on there. Yeah, I usually stalk my, I used to stalk my niece, and then oh. it became a thing. I just started doing videos. Yeah. And now, on, she, now she block you. <laughs> <laughs> There's my snap. Put your phones up there and get my snaps. Hold on, hold on. let me get it. Hold on, my camera trying to come out. Will it let you do it from here? I don't know. We'll see. Let me see. Oh, you know what? Let me go to let me go to Snapchat. Is Maybe. that how you do it? I think Where's you got to go to Snapchat and and uh, I'm I'm learning. Yeah, this. you should be. Able, um, let me see. Oh, yeah, I think that's how you do it. Like, I, I think, think you just click on my screen. I think that's how you do it. I haven't done this in a while. Is that how you do it? I'm, I'm, I think it's where you have to build it up or something. You have to. I, I thought I, you can just click on it, but I can share my code with you. But the cool all. kids just uh, scan the picture. Okay, let me let me see it now. Let me, you want to see on, if you can do it? <laughs> oh, hold on, wait. I was a little too boobalicious. Y'all were quiet on the chats. Didn't say oh, anything I, about the boobaliciousness. My head was that. Hold on, let me let me see if I can. Uh, uh, I'm trying to see how to just see, send it to me because I'm I'm I'm. I was showing Marcellus all the goods. He ain't even bought me a uh, lunch. Showing uh, showing all the snacks. <laughs> Marcellus got that might be more Marcellus uh secret account that's liking all your pictures. Listen, it just Did came out of blue. All of a sudden I was like, 30 likes. Okay. I was like, oh, from one person. <laughs> Did you hear that thunder? No. Yeah, it's running pretty good out here. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was just. Oh, it's just saying just. Uh, well, I sent you the thing, but it's just a like you're supposed to take a screenshot of it. That's not at all. I don't know. Hold your phone up. Take a pic. Uh, you have your scanner on. Hold on. Let me, I'm trying to figure out how to put the scanner on Snapchat on because I don't. No, no, no. Just on your. Uh, you should be able to do it on just your camera. I did it on the camera at first. Let me try. Let me try something else real quick. Let me let me try my scanner. Okay, now let's see. All right. Hold on. I gotta find the screen. 
it's not working. It's probably too much light. Yeah, probably so. Let me let me try my camera again. Maybe able to do it on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, forget the show. We're just uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you but look at the okay. cleavage look good though. So what? Huh? I didn't hear you. I was looking at my boobs. Oh. Lord. <laughs> We're gonna have like more followers. Like I'm here for the boobs. What? It didn't. It didn't take. I just took right. a picture. Look, I'll uh just look me up. The real R S K E E. I'm on Snapchat, y'all. Okay, the real R S K E E. I mean, because I don't know if there's another one, but that was the, somebody took my name. <laughs> hey, this damn time, I, I might need to change minds a little bit because you know people, people thuggish. They be sit. They be. I had somebody one time to um come in, did a uh, had cloned a family member and a friend Instagram page and asked me how I was doing, and I was on the phone with him. <laughs> I was on the phone with the person at the time. I said, "You got my friend's kidding. mom got her page hijacked, but she never really used Instagram, so I was like already like suspicious." And then she started telling me, "Oh, you should call my friend, and they're doing these grants and all this stuff." And I was like, "Hey, oh, by the way, I'm trying to do something for your daughter. What's her middle name again?" Well, why are you asking me this? Do you not believe that I'm who I say I am? Like, get off my page. <laughs> yeah. It, it's crazy how they do it. And I'm like, look. Uh, but yeah, um, I know I had a fake page. Somebody um, used some of my pictures. My page is private on Facebook, so they they were limited in what they could see, but they were asking all my friends to be their friend, and uh, got a call. I was like, I hadn't even woken up, and then I was getting all these messages. Hey, did you send me a message? No, I only have two pages. That's it. I ain't starting a new one, so I had to get Facebook involved to shut it down before they start asking for money. I just sent you a message. Uh, just On what? Uh, messenger. Facebook okay. messenger. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, crazy. I'm I'm not going to do it tonight because we're going to leave on a good note. But uh, this is uh, crazy. Did Marcellus leave? He didn't say anything about the bubblicious. So maybe he passed out. <laughs> he probably seen him and been like, oh, Lord. He done yeah. passed out. Now, there's still uh, um, a protest going on in uh, Minnesota. I don't know if it's going on tonight in Dallas. but um, I think they were doing something in Dallas. It's been I know a lot they of have been on. doing it. They have been doing it, but with the rain. Now, I know you heard that thunder. Oh. It's all in your head, dude. No, because oh, I, I heard that right there. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, hey. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's, it's definitely um, uh, going down in Dallas. 
Oh, Lord. So um, anyway. Yeah, I'll have some yeah. stories to talk about next week because uh, 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 I just seen this sort of story here in town um, that is uh, going on. I haven't heard about it until right now. Uh, but we're, we'll figure it out. But hey, I'm Emma. <laughs> Um, it was the Snapchat. Um, you have been listening to Speak on with Who You With, Kurt Dog. I mean, Who You With, uh, Kurt Dog. Uh, Miss Risky um, is my co-host on Thursdays. Uh, please continue to support the show. Continue to follow the show. And um, you can find me on, uh, if, if you're trying to reach out to me on Facebook, Send me a message. Um, YouTube, I do respond to comments. If you subscribe on YouTube, I will follow you back if your page is not private. Um, and also, um, all social media. I try to be on them. But hey, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. It's been a wonderful week this week. We will be back Sunday. Well, I will be back Sunday with uh, Kirk Johnson. And Junior, he's enough. I got to practice his name over the weekend, make sure I get it right. But we will be back Sunday. Two brothers running for the city councilman position in uh, Grand Prairie. They're not running against each other. They are running for two different positions. So definitely join us Sunday. Listen to what the brothers have to say. Uh, Marcellus, Marcellus, Marissa Ward. Uh, Thank you for calling in to let us know what's going on. I cannot wait until Monday when you're able to come on. Now, don't forget, early voting start Monday. So we need to make sure we get out and vote and let our voice be heard. And also, if you want to um, uh, meet with um, Junior and also Mr. Uh, Mr. Kurt Johnson, they are doing a... Um, a rally come, and I'm trying to find the the information. This weekend, the NWACP is doing a rally to get out and vote here in um in uh, in the Dallas area. It's actually in Grand Prairie, so you can actually go out and support them, show your support for them, ask them questions, the hard questions, to find out exactly what they stand for. And um, even though they're coming on the show, but I'm saying to you, don't just take my word. Do your research on them and um, uh, definitely get out and vote. Let your voice be heard. The event is Saturday from 1 to 4 at Park Hill Park Pavilion, 5100 South Robertson Road, Grand Prairie, Texas, 75052. Uh, you can join the Grand Prairie NWACP and register to vote for this Get Out to Vote event for the May 1st local election. And they would also be knocking on doors and educating voters about the city council race in Grand Prairie, including Council District 6 and 8. Uh, the NWACP is partially concerned about the upcoming $75 million bond 
election in Grand Prairie Proposition A. Uh, we want to make sure we are a MEPIM representative who will commit to using Prop 8 dollars uh, to one, hire local residents for bond projects, and two, set aside contract for minority-owned business. Uh, this will be a COVID-free, COVID-safe event. Please bring a mask and a water bottle. The event will begin with brief remarks and a volunteer training, and then we will knock, knock on the doors of African-American voters in the community. Co-host Jessica Mason. So definitely get out, and uh, if you're able to make it to this event, go out to this event. Uh, meet both candidates and find out how can um, you help get them elected. So until Sunday night, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for all the love and support. Please continue to support the page. Share, like, tell a friend, click the notification. Know when we are live. So until Sunday, until then. Peace.